You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. That's 24-7. My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I hope you um, are having a great start to your week. I know I am having a great start to my week. It was a lot. Last week was a very long week coming back from Philly and getting back into the swing of things and then getting surprised by my mother by being like, hey, so I know I was watching Sky while you were out of town, but like here's Sky back and here's a kitten, um, especially since I just discovered that a, the, the cat chewed through some of my podcast equipment. So I have some some headphones here that I tried to use this today. And then I realized, oh, yeah, she she chewed through that. So that was fun. Thank you, Mom. Um, thank you guys for reaching out, wanting to take in the kitty. Uh, she did find a good home. Uh, it actually went to she she went to one of my neighbors. So Kitty is uh, officially in her forever home, and Sky and I are getting readjusted. We actually met somebody. Um, we made friends. We were at the co- we went for a little walk yesterday, and we went to the coffee shop down the street from us, just kind of stretch our legs and get a little caffeine in us. And we met this guy and his puppy, and he has a um, sh- a German Shepherd, baby German Shepherd, that is, I believe, twelve weeks. Sky is eleven and a half weeks, so they're right about the same age, and they're right at that same developmental stage, and that was interesting. And you know, he was like, "Do you want to let them socialize?" And I was like, "Sure, let's let them socialize." And so they kind of socialized, and they hung out, and they were really cool. And then he and I got to talking, and then we ended up um, going to the pet store. Or he gave me his number and then texted me and he's like, hey, because um, I mentioned that we were going to go to the pet store. And he was like, hey, uh, we'll join you at the pet store. And I was like, OK, cool. Let's go to the pet store. So then we went to the pet store. And then after that, we went to um, a doggy park. It is a private doggy park before everyone starts to try and drag me. It was a private doggy park. There was nobody else around. Like, trust me, we were very cautious because I know they're still babies. And like, you shouldn't always take the babies out to the doggy park. There was no other dogs around. Whatever. I'm not going to defend myself anymore. But... We had a cute little date at the doggy park and we went for a walk and it was like a cute vibe. And I was like, okay. And we've been like texting each other like tips and tricks and like, what have you been doing? And what have you been doing? How are you doing? And so, yeah, I was like, wow, universe, you brought new friends into our lives. And so Sky has a little friend. It's a girl. She's a German shepherd. She's a baby. And they're about the same age and they're learning how to play and how to socialize and how to be good little pups together. Now they can grow up together and they can be tough downtown bitches. Mm. Anyway, enough of my personal life, enough of my doggy life, because I know people, I've been seeing your Apple reviews, okay? You can eat my fucking asshole. Everyone's like, stop talking about your dog. Stop talking about your cat. Nobody cares about your personal life. Your personal life is boring. I know my personal life is boring, okay? I'm sleep deprived and I have a puppy. Give me a break. Cut me some slack, you guys. I just I, I just got back from Philly. I have to go to Chicago this month because I'm doing 
there's a, an event that I'm doing in downtown Chicago, and then I agreed to do a charity event the week after. So literally back-to-back, I have um, I was booked to do an event in Chicago. Actually, I'm not allowed to say what it is just yet, but hopefully by the end of this week, I'll be able to announce it. But so I booked something in Chicago at the end of this month, and then in the burbs of Chicago, I'm doing a charity event with um, – some of you know the people that I used to know it in Chicago, and then two weeks after that is my big birthday bash, and then who knows, maybe there'll be another show with the Brav Bros coming very soon. So stay tuned because I've got something to announce on Wednesday as well. Um, yeah, it's been it's it's been a minute. So give me you know just give me a little bit of grace, okay? I promise we'll get back into the regular swing of things. But um, yes, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, come on out to the Bourbon Room in Hollywood, June 15th for my big Dirty 30 birthday bash. It is a no-filter night out with Lala Kent and lots of other special guests. A lot of your favorite Bravo Lebs may be in the room. We have a killer guest list, so you're going to want to get your tickets right now. Go to nofilterlive.com, get your tickets, save your spot, and let's get it, get it, get it, baby. June 15th at the Bourbon Room. Get your spot now because it's selling out very quick. The VIP packages have already sold out. We do still have some ultra VIP packages still available. Those come with the brunch the next morning, so you get the full VIP experience for Thursday night plus the Friday morning brunch which is going to be fun. We're going to have Bloody Marys. We're going to have mimosas. We're going to have food that I'm helping to curate. It's going to be yummy. It's going to be great. Okay. We have Chef Frankie G, who's going to be curating the menu for us. And yeah, it's going to be a good time. So come on out. June 15th. Get your tickets now, though. Nofilterlive.com. Okay. Let's get into it because the, today we got hit with like crazy news. All right. And now I don't even know if I believe in love anymore because we just had some major divorce news. And that is that Kim Zolciak... Formerly or recently, Kim Zolciak Bierman has now filed for divorce from Croy Bierman after 11 years together, nearly 12 years together. That's like a very long time. We saw her go through Big Papa. We saw her find Croy. We saw her marry Croy. We had don't be tardy for the party because the party, like we didn't want to be tardy. But now it's like don't be tardy for the divorce party because now she's she's leaving Croy. And I never, listen, TMZ revealed it. The divorce filing, they got the paper. I never thought that she would lose her husband before she lost her house, okay? I This was not on my bingo card. Um, I thought she was going to be homeless and toothless before she was homeless and manless. Well, I guess she still technically has a home because it didn't end up going up for foreclosure after all, or like it was, and then it was going up for auction, and it was like a whole thing, and then they saved it, and I don't know. I don't know who Brielle had to blow to get that done, but they saved the house, Okay. I'm shocked. They have four kids together. Uh, They have the two daughters that he adopted who even took his last name, which is now weird because she's now in her divorce filing saying that she's dropping the Beerman and she wants to go by her maiden name from here on out. I genuinely thought that they were in love. And so now it made me think like this has to be money related, right? If we know that they're having money issues, then like his, his cash flow has to be drying up and he's probably been lying to her. This is probably another Tom Girardi, Randall Emmett, like a situation, not saying that he did something super shady, but probably in the situation of like, he was lying to her about the money. And that's why she was like, oh, now that I realize the situation that you put me in, peace out, done, period. How many F's do I give? Zero, zero, none, not one, zero, zero, done. Here's the divorce paperwork. 
I bet you anything he was probably like hiding some stuff from her. And that's probably why she was in such denial about losing their home and it going into foreclosure. That's why she was probably like, I'm not losing my home. It's not going in foreclosure. The same way Lisa Hoxting was like, remember on Real Houses of Miami, where she was like, we don't rent out our house or um, we don't have a mortgage only to find out. Yeah, Lenny did actually take out a mortgage and they do have a mortgage. Something about the situation is shady. Uh, marriages fall apart over money all the time. I feel like money is a big issue between people that are committed. I mean, money and Raquel Levis. Those are really the two biggest reasons long-term relationships end these days. Money, Raquel. But we know that money doesn't appear to be something that they had if their house was struggling and their bills were struggling. And according to page six, they also owe over a million dollars in unpaid federal taxes and uh, 15000 in unpaid state taxes. I'm not really big on judging people about back taxes only because I feel like people screw up on their taxes all the time. Nobody knows how to do taxes. I feel like it was, you know, it's just something that is common, you know, and people have to pay back their shit. It happens all the time. You know, sometimes people intentionally don't pay them or they skimp on them or they try to get away with something. Whatever the case may be, I feel like tax issues are very common and I think more people get caught up in stuff like this than we realize. They're just not wealthy and they're not famous. You know, they owe a few hundred rather than a million, you know, so I feel like I ha- I'm always a little more lenient when it comes to the tax stuff, but knowing that they do have tax issues and they have, you know, that foreclosure issue. I think that there was an issue with the cash flow and with the money. And he was probably assuring her that everything was okay. And then once she found out what the situation was, she was like, nah, I'm out. Peace. Unless it's like a, I don't know, like a, uh, we're trying to get divorced to save the assets sort of situation. I don't think that's the case. I really think it was something he was doing behind her back or lying to her about something. We know that Kim's making a cameo on this season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And right now I'm like, bravo, give her her peach. She needs the paycheck. She will work for that peach. Gobble me, swallow me, dripped on the side of me. Quick jump up, you let it get inside of me. And imagine a single Sheree and a single Kim Zolciak on the show together like that in this new era. And a single Kenya. Like, come on, Kenya is going to dig up the dirt and I'm ready for it. Bring Kim Zolciak back to Atlanta, baby. Let's do it. I'm ready for it. And speaking of, Atlanta was off to a bang this past weekend. We had the premiere. They're really pushing Sonya on us, which, I mean... Okay, she's fine. I don't dislike her. I think I like her more than I like Drew. There's just something about Drew that I can't really stand. We didn't get a whole lot of Drew in the premiere because she had family issues, but Ralph was around for some weird reason. But Sonya's party looked lit. She looked like she was finally getting some budget behind her. I wonder if this was her money, if she, like, did sponsorships. or Like, she had to have done something. You know, you don't go from a party city kitchen party to, like, this. Like, this is, you know, this is some Tom Girardi foolery here. I don't, I'm kidding. That's not what I mean. I don't mean she's doing something shady. I just mean it was shocking. It's a juxtaposition that my mind was still getting used to. But the party looked popping, and the drama was like, oof. Poor Sheree found herself another bad apple. She's dating Martel, who is on Love and Marriage Huntsville. I don't. I didn't know that love and marriage had a Huntsville. I'm confused. Is love and marriage, I don't know if anybody's keeping up with them, but is love and marriage, like, it has to be a piggyback off of love and hip-hop, right? 
I'm assuming love and marriage is an extension of that because love and marriage, love and hip hop. I feel like, you know, like Vanderpump Rules, Vanderpump Valley. Like, I just feel like it's kind of one of those situations. I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but he's from Huntsville and he's probably got a few side pieces in Huntsville and Sheree's just going to end up heartbroken in the end. And we all see it coming. Everybody except Sheree. I think he's just using her probably for the camera time, the attention that he's getting. You can tell that he loves the attention based off of what I've seen from Martel on his Instagram account and how he promotes love and marriage Huntsville. So I think she knows it too. I don't think she thinks that this is going to go the distance. I think she's just enjoying him while it lasts. And then in the end, she'll be like, oh yeah, he was this sleazeball. Oh yeah, he was this or he was that. And that's why she's like not really committing to him or she's not really going all in. She's enjoying it and good for her. Let her get it. But I think it's it's definitely a leveraged sort of dating situation that they have. And then there's the beef with Sonya's friend and Candy. And like, that was lame. That was stupid. It was a bone to pick without needing a bone to pick. And I was kind of annoyed about it the same way Candy was annoyed about it in the premiere. I was like, who cares if somebody says that they're your friend and they're not your friend? Like, I, I don't know. I thought it was stupid. But the Kenya versus Martel stuff, I'm looking forward to seeing that next week. Because I'm like, Kenya, call him out. Once a cheater, always a cheater. I don't believe that that's always the case. But I think that that may be the case in this situation. And even though I don't think Kenya is doing this to help Sheree, I think she's definitely doing this to help the show. And I ain't mad at it. That's what Kenya does best. Kenya makes good TV and she's going to expose you. So get it, Kenya. Get your paycheck. Now let's bring Kim Zolciak back so that you can poke into her dirt. Uh, Okay, what else happened over the weekend? The MTV Movie and TV Awards happened. Sheena, Ariana, and Katie accepted the award for Best Reality TV Team without Lala because Lala dipped out of the empty movie and movie and TV awards because of the writer's strike. And she was like, I'm going to stand in solidarity with the writers. So I'm not going to go to the MTV movie awards, which when did the empty movie awards become MTV movie and TV awards? I didn't realize that that I remember the MTV movie awards and now it's MTV movie and TV awards, even though most of the categories are still movie awards. But the Vanderpump crew beat out Garcelle and Sutton, which kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Listen, I like Garcelle and I like Sutton. I just really don't believe that their friendship is that deep. And I think as a duo, they're kind of overhyped. I just don't really believe that the friendship is that real. I think like chemistry wise and connection wise, I think Sutton has a better connection with like, um, with Erica, actually, even though they've had like their tips in the past, when they have scenes together and they connect, they have genuine moments that I just don't feel like Sutton is having with Garcelle. And I just kind of feel like, sir, I don't know. I, it just, their friendship feels a little leveraged. And I feel like they're kind of forcing it because they've been built to be out this, di- built to be this dynamic duo. Um, and so they kind of feel like they have to keep up that appearance because they're like, you know, as Garcelle said on, what was it? Sherry, Sherry Shepard's show. She's like, we're the fan favorites. And then the audience is like, because I don't think they believed that they were really the fan favorites, but Twitter seems to think so. So good for Twitter. Twitter seems to think very highly of themselves these days, but I just thought it was funny that the Vanderpump crew beat out Sutton and Garcelle because everyone's like, they're the dream team. And I'm like, hmm. And then we see Denise back and I'm like, hmm. Not a fan, not a fan, not a fan, not a fan. But the interesting 
thing, too, is I think Vanderpump Rules was also up for best reality show, but they lost to the Kardashians. And I was like, what? Even Real Housewives of Beverly Hills lost to the Kardashians. And I was like, how did that happen? That was wild to me. Because, like, listen, I like the Kardashians. And season one of the new Hulu show was good. But season two was not good at all. I'm hoping that season three is, is going to be better now that they have, like, this Courtney versus Kim beef. And it seems like there's going to be a lot more on the show this season, season three, which comes, I believe, later this month. Oh, yeah, we're already in May. So season, season three is coming back in a couple weeks. I will be back on the Ring of Reality TV podcast with Amelia, and we will be recapping the Kardashians every week. But, I mean, I just did not expect them. I mean, maybe because we want the Kardashians at the event, so we have to guarantee their attendance by giving them the win. But, like, I just I don't think that they are a better reality show than Real Housewives or Vanderpump Rules. I just don't. I thought it was weird. But while we're on the, the topic of Vanderpump Rules, culture, society, on every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits. Then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my god, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Lisa Vanderpump is getting called out and dragged, dragged in the media. So last week, Lisa Vanderpump announced that she would be closing her doors on Pump, which is uh, the restaurant that she opened up about 10 years ago. We saw her opening up the the restaurant on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's now officially closing her doors on July 5th, and Pump will no longer be in West Hollywood. She did also announce that she's opening up two new restaurants at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. She claimed that this was all over lease negotiations and how they just, the landlord wasn't willing to work with them, and I guess the word on the curb is that they were trying to raise the rent Well, the landlord is now clapping back and basically calling her out saying, liar, liar, Vanderpump on fire. So the landlord told E.T. This is actually I'll just read you their statement. The Landlord said to E.T., Lisa's comments regarding the rent for pump are not accurate. We did not raise the rent and in fact have been nothing but supportive as they try to catch up on lease obligations, including forgiving some rent during the pandemic. And I was like, oop. We did not come to play, did we? We came. If if you're gonna take a shot at this at this V, then you better at LVP, then you better not miss. And it's interesting. Listen, I get it. Businesses and people in general struggled in 2020 and in 2021, even going into 2022. It was a rough couple of years. We're finally, you know, back on the mend and trying to recover. But a lot of people did not recover. A lot of people really struggled. Um, so I get if the restaurant industry took out pump 
and like really kind of buried them, you know? But so they're clearly saying that this wasn't about the rent being raised. I don't know if I fully believe that. I don't know who I fully believe, to be honest with you, because I would think after a 10-year lease, trying to get someone to sign again, you're going to probably try to raise the rent. I would think after 10 years, rent is going to go up. Inflation goes up. Like, inflation pushes the cost of things up. They have to make up their money if they lost their money somewhere. I mean, listen, rent for for people, you know, just living, not commercial rent, but like personal home or apartments that people are renting or houses that people are renting, that rent is going up because they're trying to make up for what they lost, especially being in such a prime real estate spot. I would imagine they can raise the rent. So I would think that it did go up maybe a little bit, maybe not much because it sounds like they were trying to still work with her. And I think they wanted to raise it a bit and she probably wanted her past due balance forgiven. I don't know what the negotiations were that fell through. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she wanted her balance forgiven. And she was like, listen, we'll sign again, but you forgive everything that we're missing and we'll start clean slate moving forward. It doesn't seem like that worked out for her. But I mean, here's the thing. They're going to want, they're not going to want to lose her. They don't want her to walk because at the end of the day, they need someone to occupy that space and having to sell it and find someone new to buy it and put in a profitable business, that takes time. They'd rather not waste the time and just keep her for another 10 years. That's the easier thing to do because now they have to find, you know, somebody that's willing to buy the spot and it's probably going to be vacant for a while because if she's out come July 5th, I highly doubt that somebody new is going to come right in buy it up, build a spot and make it profitable. Like that all that whole process takes time. And as that process is unfolding, people are like they're going to be losing money because nobody's going to be renting out that space, especially if LB, LVP is still there until the end of July or still in, sorry, the end of June because she closes on July 6th, right? The weekend um 4th of July weekend is her last weekend there which also dumb because it's like nobody's in LA 4th of July weekend everybody goes out of town that weekend so not to be a drag but like it's just it's true ay 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 mama mia here i go again good luck lvp she still got sir she still got tom tom but it's going to be a bummer because that pump location is prime real estate in West Hollywood. It's right on the corner on Santa Monica Boulevard. It's a great spot. You have what, Rocco's at the other end of the corner? Right? I think it's Rocco's. And then you have a bunch of spots in between. Like, that's like the hub. That's the bar scene. You know, people go bar hopping and eating out there. And like, that's just the main strip in West Hollywood. It's got the rainbow on it, for God's sake. So we'll see what happens. Okay, things are starting to look a little chilly in Salt Lake City. There is a new feud a brewing. So apparently Lisa Barlow and Whitney Rose are at odds and producers are expecting a major blowout on the cast trip to Bermuda this week. According to page six, Lisa Barlow is not happy with Whitney and feels like she hasn't been completely honest with her. Unclear about what she hasn't been honest about. Maybe she gave Heather the black eye at this point. Nobody, who, nobody knows. Who knows? But it's unclear what the tension is surrounding necessarily, but it looks like Lisa and Meredith seem to be in an okay place, and Lisa and Heather Gay seem to be mending their friendship as well. So it looks like Whitney may soon be on the outs. 
I like Whitney. I think she's pretty honest. Um, but I do think she fumbles the ball sometimes and gets lost in the game. I get it. She's all about like truth and trying to be in a truth crusader. But I just don't think she can hold, you know, especially like in an argument and stuff. I think the other girls can kind of walk around her and, you know, they can spar a little better, which kind of leaves her, again, fumbling the ball and being lost on the field. And I just, I think she needed somebody like Elisa Barlow, who was at least going to stick with her and kind of help her, you know, give her a leg up in some in some way. That way she's not alone. I'm not surprised, though. I feel like I'm not surprised that her and Lisa fell out because I always felt like their friendship, I doubted their friendship. I never felt like it was truly genuine. It always felt like Lisa and Whitney were only friends out of necessity and that it was like a game of Survivor. And, you know, Lisa with Meredith and Whitney are Lisa without Meredith and Whitney without Heather is what left them on the island together. And I think that's where their friendship was built more of like, okay, I have to film with somebody. I have to befriend somebody. And so I, maybe Whitney went into her friendship with Lisa a little more genuine. Cause I just feel like that's who Lisa is. But I think, or I think Lisa went in with her guard up as Lisa normally does. And I think the second that she didn't need Whitney, I feel like she was ready to move on from Whitney. Cause she, I don't know. I think, I don't think Lisa ever really liked Whitney all that much to begin with. And she was only really friends with her because, again, she had to be. She needed to be. I liked their friendship. I wanted to believe that it was real. I just don't know if I do. But season four is underway. A cast trip is coming up. No Jen Shaw in sight, which is good. I believe it was also revealed or reported recently that, like, Coach Shaw was asked to film and he declined because he talked to his wife and he was like, no, I don't want to be in season four. And she was like, yeah, don't do it. And so he told Bravo, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Probably because they don't want to pay him enough. It's really that simple. He's like, listen, my wife didn't pay her attorneys and that's a big bill that I got to pay. So pay up or not. And they were probably like, yeah, we're good without you. And so miss moving on. But yeah. That's the tea that I got for you. What else? Oh, Sandoval announced that he's sober. He's, what, four months sober, which, you know, great. Good for him. Um, Happy to see that he's sober. Uh, He also just did, he's been on tour. He's doing his Tom Sandoval on the Most Extras tour, which, you know what? I have to tell you this. So I have to go to, like I said, I have to go to Chicago for an event that's happening at the end of this month that I am now uh, participating in, which I'm really excited for. Um, and I think I may be doing a live taping of the No Filter Podcast. Maybe, I don't know, TBD. Stay tuned for an announcement that might come this week, or if not, it should probably come next week at the latest. We'll see. I've uh, been working on it for a minute. But um, I have to be in Chicago that week. And then I have to go to the Burbs, right? And so Tom Sandoval, that same, oh, wait, is it? No. Okay. So I, let me, hold on. Let me pull up the dates. Cause I, I'm, I'm literally going to be in town with Tom Sandoval at the same time. And I'm like, shit, do I go to the Tom Sandoval on the most extra show? Like, aren't they doing like a two for one deal on tickets right now? I don't have anybody to take, but shit, I'll find somebody. I'll find me a date. Anybody want to go with me? Um, just to kind of like go and see it. Um, and like, you know, see what the situation is. Wouldn't it be weird if I'm there and he's like, oh, you're here. And I'm like, I'm bought a meet and greet. Um, I heard you can use the cash, the cash flow, cash money. Okay. So he is performing in St. Charles on the 25th. 
I know because I was looking at doing a no filter Chicago in around this time. And instead of doing the no filter night out, like we did in Philly, instead of doing that, I ended up tagging onto an event that's happening that weekend. Uh, long story short. So I will be coming to Chicago and possibly doing a live taping of the podcast uh, details to come. Sorry. But anyway, I have to be in Chicago the 26th, the 27th, and the 28th. And then I'm probably just going to stay there for that week because then I have a charity event that's happening in the burbs of Chicago on uh, the following weekend. So I'm thinking, what if I fly in a day early or a day or two early? Because if I'm going to go to the burbs to St. Charles on Thursday night, Thursday the 25th, then I can go see Tom Sandoval on the most extras. He's playing at the Arcata Theater. I hate that I'm promoting him right now, but like... I can't, like, should I go? Should I be, like, get my iPhone and be, like, this is the situation. Go live? Oh, my God. I'll do an Insta or, or yeah, an Instagram live. Tom Sandoval, the most extra. Should I text him and be, like, hey, I'm going to be in town. Can I come to the show? Let me see what, what the situation is there. Let me, I want to, like, look up. Okay, Arcada Theater. Um, I know the Arcada Theater very well because I've done many or not many, but I've done some events at the Arcata Theater in the past, back in my fundraising days. But it's just so interesting. I saw that there was, um, that there one of the venues was doing like a BOGO deal of like buy one, get one, because they were like so desperate to have people come in. It's interesting for sure. Okay, Tom Sandoval, Thursday, May 25th, 7.30. Oh, it says tickets are going fast. I love that. I love that it says tickets are going fast. How many tickets do you want? Um, Maybe two. I'm going to put two. Inventory is limited. Secure your tickets before they're sold by ordering now. Okay, view tickets. What do we have? Checking availability. 17%, 24%, 32%. When tickets sell, they are gone. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize they were not gone. Okay. Inventory is limited. Act fast. I get it. What's the deal? Um, shut up. Tickets are a hundred dollars. You've got to be fucking shitting me. I am not paying a hundred dollars per ticket to go see Tom Scandival. You'll be seated together with two tickets in row L or row G. 309 people ordered their tickets in the last 45 minutes. Not to this show. I'm surprised that there's even spots at this show considering... This is a, the venue holds a thousand people. You mean to tell me a thousand people are going to be showing up in St. Charles to go see Tom Sandoval and the most extras? I don't know if I can stomach paying a hundred dollars to go to this thing. Okay, let's see. What if I, Amanda from Northridge, California just ordered their tickets today. Wow. Um, okay, what if I did one ticket instead of two? Is there a more affordable spot? One ticket. No. Tickets are $109 or $129. I mean, I do know the owner of the Arcata Theater. If I text him, I'd be like, hey, so I'm going to be down. Do you think that I can get a ticket to see Tom Scandival and the most extras? I don't know. We'll see. I'll keep you posted. But, like, should I go? Is it worth it to fly in a little early? I mean, I'm probably going to fly in on the 25th anyway. The thing is, I don't have any plans for that Thursday night. Should I go to St. Charles to go see... Tom Sandoval and the most actors. That will be the tale. And then that'll be like a special podcast. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll be a special members only something. But um, maybe I should take somebody to Chicago with me. Ah, that'll be fun. I don't know. We'll see. 
TBD. Uh, but get your tickets to come see me live June 15th at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood. Guys, go get your tickets right now. Go to nofilterlive.com. Tickets are selling fast. Our Philly show sold out, okay? We had every table filled in Philly. And now here we go. The Bourbon Room is coming on up. So last year we sold out the Bourbon Room. We did a show. Sold out there. We had Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz there. Ariana was there. Sheena and Brock were there. This year we have Lala Kent and some other surprise special guests that will continue to be announced throughout these upcoming weeks. So I suggest you save your spot right now. Go to nofilterlive.com. Save your spot today. If you can do the Ultra VIP, I highly recommend it. It's going to be fun because the Friday brunch is intimate. It's not that you have the full show experience with VIP, but then the Friday is my birthday brunch. My birthday is that Thursday, but like we're going to be hungover. So I'm like, let's do a hangover brunch the next morning. Let's have some Bloody Marys. Take the night off or sorry, take Friday off. Go out Thursday. Get lit. We'll nurse our hangovers on Friday and it'll be a good time. So let's get it. Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach to keep up with me. Uh, you can follow my puppy Skywalker at Just Plain Sky on Instagram. You can go follow Sky. Uh, keep up with, with his adventures here in downtown LA. Or you can keep up with the podcast and all the latest reality TVT at No Filter with Zach. Go to No no filter with Zach on Instagram. Give us a follow. Leave me a nice review on Apple Podcasts if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching this on YouTube. Hit the like button, hit the com- or leave a comment below. Give me all the engagements. Be sure to subscribe so you always get the tea up in your notifications um, because it helps with the algorithm stuff. And I like the alg- algorithm stuff because it keeps me top of mind and people love it. So I love it. I love you. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Book Club on Tuesday, new episode on Wednesday, going live on Thursday. All the regular stuff. All right, guys. Love you. Mean it. Ciao for now. Bye.